Warning, this podcast was produced by two men who still think that swearing is both big and clever. As a result, it contains quite a lot of it. Therefore, this podcast is not suitable for children, unless they're really fucking cool children. Yes, yes, people, it's almost as if we have just spoken to each other. Here we are with the bonus episode of Pop Collaborate, and listen, this is Use Your Illusion 1, the original of these two albums. Uh, Guys, I've got nothing much to say in this intro, uh, other than please do enjoy this record. If you haven't enjoyed Guns N' Roses, if you didn't enjoy the first episode, you're under no obligation to listen to this one at all. It's purely a bonus. You won't miss anything other than uh, lots of swearing and the usual kind of bullshit from me and Krista, basically. Uh, but if you are here for that, if you are into Guns N' Roses, or if you really hate them and just want to hear some people slagging them off, uh, yeah, enjoy this podcast. Take care. Yes, yes, people. Uh, Dave Fensom here with another special bonus episode of Pop Collaborate. And listen, here as always with my good friend, Krista Greer. Hey, everyone. Okay, now this bonus episode, we are going to be reviewing uh, Use Your Illusion Part 1. Now, this was not a number one album. Uh, the number one album the week this came out was Use Your Illusion Part 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've done a full podcast on that. You'll see that in our feed if you haven't listened to it already. We're probably referring to some things we say in that one. So you want to listen to that one first even though the chronology of the albums is the wrong way around. Yes, quite. Uh, In case you've missed it, the reason we do that is because number two was the number one UK album officially sold more because it had the single You Could Be Mine on it. Anyway, so this episode, we're not going to be doing singles or albums in the way that we normally do. We're just going to be rattling through uh, the 16 tracks on this album. Yeah, we're just going to give our opinion on on what we reckon to to this. And then at the end, yeah, at the end, we're going to have a look at maybe what, what would make the best 10 track Usual Illusion album? Yes. Yeah, uh, we, we've discussed on the, the first one, there are 30 songs to choose from across these two albums, which yeah. is too much for anyone. Yeah. So we're going to see if we can put that down. And, you know, arguably you can't cut, you, you don't need to cut 20 songs out of them, but that's the challenge we've set ourselves and we're going to fucking yeah, do it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and we'll also uh, refer back to the Twitter and talk about some of the uh, lists that some of you guys have put together for us. We've had loads of love on the Twitter this year. Yeah, man, if you're not currently uh, following us on Twitter, do so and go and check out what other people are saying about yeah. these albums. Join in the discussion, etc. We are just at PCL Podcast on there. Yeah, it's been really busy on the Twitter this week. It's been really good to kind of get in contact with people. So, yeah, big yeah, up all nice. yourselves for getting in contact yeah, with us. Uh, okay, so usually... Uh, one we talked about we always start by talking about the album cover we talked about the album yeah. cover on the first Done. one it's the same as that one but in fucking red exactly. and yellow yeah okay. so first track on this one is right next door to hell if you bought these albums on day one you yep. bought one and two yep 
realistically, you're going to put the first one on. So this is the first, first song that you're exactly. going to hear. Exactly. Now, I wanted to say this when we were talking about the second album, but I didn't want to kind of blow the... Because uh-huh. obviously the first track is Civil War on the second album, yes. which is, you know, kind of a slow piano start. and yeah. oh, Sorry, slow acoustic start. It's a lot more of a ballad. A lot more, and, and the point, yeah, if you'd bought both these albums on the first day, the likelihood is that wasn't the first track you were listening of to. Of course. So this would one, be your first one. Right next door to hell. That sounds a lot more like Guns N' Roses, doesn't it? It does. Yeah, you, you, you'd be au fait with the yeah. sound. You'd know what was going on here. We've had a pit slide. We've got what is most definitely a slash riff. A lot of uh, rolling drums. And that's yep. straight up Axl straight Rose. Up, yeah, straight up Axl Rose, up tempo, uh-huh. kind of, uh, yeah, kind of. Yeah, big in your face, up, uh, yeah, full on. Doing that thing that you didn't like in the last one where the kind of words are running into each other a little bit. Yeah, but I, I, I didn't get the same issue with this one, right. I must admit. Uh, this, this one, I thought he was more precise. Mm-hmm. The other one was more lazy. But yeah, no, this is this is full on. Bam, 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 bam. Cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, uh, right next door to hell. I mean, the the chorus. I mean, according to, in an interview, the, the the chorus on the main song are about two different things. But the chorus of this song is about a problem he had with a next door neighbour. Yeah. So a, a neighbour who, who got him arrested. Yeah. Accused him of assaulting her with a wine bottle mm-hmm. and then throwing her keys over his balcony yeah, we should be laughing at him. if he did a fucking assault this woman with a wine bottle Look, mate, an arsehole I imagine living next door to Axel Rose would be fucking awful yeah just the worst neighbour to have oh I can't you know, I'm sure that is the case you know and I've been a bad neighbour you know whenever I oh yeah I've been there helping you yeah, absolutely. We've been dickheads. Yeah. But we've never been assaulting with a wine bottle and throwing their keys over the, the balcony. I mean, there was that time we nearly had a fight with your neighbours. Well, yes, that's kind of what I'm thinking about. But, yeah, you know. I, mean, that, I mean, that was that, that came quite close. <laughs> yeah, but, but there was no wine bottle involved <laughs> and there was no keys. So we're in totally different scenarios. No, it's only because we had them outnumbered. Yeah, um, Anyway, um, Anyway, it was a long time ago, guys. Indeed, we're much better people now. Yeah, we are. But much is... Would be a stretch anyway yeah. uh but yeah, this song definitely is more evocative of guns and roses to me yeah um than some of the other ones that I, we discussed on the first one on the sure this, yeah, is, this, this is, is a more straight out balls to the wall yeah. kind of rock and roll in that kind of in rock and roll stroke kind of heavy metal kind yeah. of uh, hard rock genre yeah I, I think this is a perfectly serviceable opener yeah i think it's okay yeah it I, doesn't I, stay with me afterwards at all no, i don't, I don't f- like I couldn't tell you the. I couldn't sing you the riff, you know. Yeah. I think it's a perfectly fine way to open, but mm-hmm. this is again not a song that would be making my ten track cut. No, this isn't going to stay with you, and this isn't going to be. Oh, have you heard? You know, right next door to hell. That's an amazing Guns yeah. N' Roses song. Exactly. You know, yeah. it's you know, it's in and out. What is it? Three minutes. That's three minutes. Yeah, yeah. It's exactly. Which. Again, I'm more than happy with for this sort of thing. It's because it's so fast, it's done, and then you move on. But then you have to have the question as well when you go, Yeah, but the last record you're open with Welcome to the Jungle. Of course. Okay. Yeah. And that's and that's where the difficulty comes in because mm. with uh with Civil War being the opening track, that's something that's so markedly different from anything that's on 
appetite. Aye. Okay. Then you go, okay, here's something. Yeah. With this. You don't compare it. No, exactly. With this, yeah. you're going, this is a song that sounds like, oh, this wouldn't have made appetite. That's very true. And that, this, this is like one of the offcuts. And I think that's the I think that's the problem with this track. It's it's mm. not a bad track. It's not a good track, particularly. It's not a great no. It's it's not a great track. The the note I have got here though is uh, the apartment that he lived in. Yeah. Was eventually given away as part of an MTV competition called Evict sure Axel. No, they just I, I think he just donated it as a prize and they gave it away. <laughs> and they called it Evict Axel. Yeah. I mean that was that, that that tells you both how much money they had at that time yeah. and how big MTV was at the time as well. Sure, and how much he presumably hated his neighbour back. He's like, well, fuck you, I'm going to give my house away to some rando who wins it on MTV. <laughs> oh dear. Who I hope really fucked it up. <laughs> well, imagine moving in and going, oh, well, sorry, the ground rent is what? Yeah. I, what? And I have to pay the rates this much? Yeah. Oh well, this has gone wrong. Exactly. Oh, what well, I and I know how much already. <laughs> this is going straight for sale, sir. <laughs> yeah, my God. Yeah, Fuck mate. Me. What you've just done there is literally the most middle class, <laughs> middle aged <laughs> response to that thing ever. Yeah, you know, you have one Axel Rose's house. <laughs> it's going to cost me far too much money in upkeep. You know, like in, in Shawshank Redemption, <laughs> when he's like a, he left me this money in the thing. Bunch of bull washing bastards. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. Anyway, right, so track two track is called Dust and Bones. Mm. Alright. Yeah, okay, so here you got a rare song. This is one that Izzy sings and I'm alright with. Oh, yeah. 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 Again, that's unusual in general, but yeah, he, I mean, he's allowed to do the lead vocal. Yeah, I mean, this is kind of a mid-tempo rock and roll standard. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think... A bit bluesy to it. Yeah, it's got a bit of a blues edge to it. Um, you know, it's kind of got, you know, it, it's kind of got a fairly darkly comic edge to the uh, to the vocals. Yeah, I, I get I wasn't entirely sure what the song's about. Well, I mean, he's he's kind of wishing ill fate on an ex, really, isn't he? That's kind he of thinks, all right. That's kind of where he is. It's like these bad things have happened to you, but that's all right. Uh, yeah, but yeah, he's it, burying it her possessions and things like that. Well, yeah, it's like the line, the first first thing it is, she loved him yesterday. He laid her sister. She said, "Okay, that's all right." Yeah, buried her things today, way back out, deep behind the driveway, and that's all right. Yeah, so. Is he talking about killing his girlfriend and burying her? Quite possibly. Okay. I'm not, I'm not 100% sure on Maybe. That. I mean, you know, it wouldn't be the first time they've sung about killing someone. One in a million. No, well, not one in a million. One in a million was the racist one. Yeah. Jesus. Now, what was the other one? It was um, I Used to Love Her. But yeah. I had to kill her. Oh, right. I see. Used to you never listen to lies. But no. Jesus Christ. I know um, I Used to Love Her by the Saw Doctors. <laughs> And that's a pro- oh, sorry. Do you know what I was thinking? The spin doctors. Oh shit! <laughs> it's not much better. To be Pocket honest. full of kryptonite. Exactly. And if we were doing this podcast in America, we'd have to talk about that album. God, I bet we would. Yeah. Um, thank fuck we're not. No. Um, I don't mind this. There's a bit of a swagger to it. Yeah, I think uh, I think this one. I I, I kind of like this one. Yeah. Yeah, I th- it's. Uh, I think this is this was an, an underappreciated song from the record. I think it's. 
It's got yeah, it's okay. got it's got a good uh, swagger to it, and I kind of like that uh, the, the kind of the, the rising thing in the chorus when mm-hmm. kind of when it kind of almost kind of pauses at the end as well. It's just got a nice little flow through the way. To okay, it. it's um, a strange one to put at track two, I think. Yeah, I mean, I think this whole album is interestingly uh, programmed. Right, yeah. I yeah, there's a, a, some decisions. Yeah, I I, th- I mean, I, I I this would. Neither of these albums exist in the order that I would put them in. Right. But there we go. Yeah, okay, sure. But there's probably quite a lot of stuff being done by committee at this point as well. Uh, well, yeah, there's mm. well, five people having yeah. their own opinions on what should be yeah. going on. So, yeah, I, okay. I, I, I think this is a perfectly decent song. I think it's a good it's a good swagger. It's certainly, it's not at my absolute top of my list, mm-hmm. but it's certainly, certainly above mid-table. Okay. That's where I put that. I would put it, I would put it... My- Pretty much at mid table. Okay. Yeah, I think cool. it's fine there. Fine. There, there's worse and there's better. Cool. So track three is Live and Let Die. Right. And this was released as a single in December of 91. So this was like the first single after yeah. these albums came out that was released. Yeah, this was everywhere again. Oh, it was yeah, huge. Everywhere. I remember I bought the seven inch of this because even though I wasn't a Guns N' Roses fan, right. I love this song. Yeah. And, I, and this is the sort of thing you had to do in 91. I didn't have the Wings version and I couldn't get it unless I went and searched out the Wings yeah. album. I thought, fuck it, I'm buying this. Nice. Yeah. I also think it's a really good version. Yeah. I think, I think. I mean, I prefer this to the Wings version. Yeah. And partially because it's, I mean, obviously I'd heard the Wings version first because oh, I'd seen Live and Let Die. seen the film, yeah. But I just, I just think that there's, I mean, I prefer the live version because they go out with live horns. Oh, do they? Okay. Yeah, they go out with live horns and they've got the live synths and stuff on there as well. Yeah. Uh, and so it's it, it's a bit kind of, I don't know, deeper in I a way. See. You know, it's kind of got, yeah, uh, you know, it's a bit more kind of uh, bottom end to it, I guess. Okay. Which is, um, uh, which I realise as I said that out loud, I'm practically paraphrasing a, a, an interview I read with Slash on the subject. Oh, is that right? But I did agree with it, so yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, but yeah, well, uh, th- this version I don't think they've done very much else to it. They've just beefed it up. No, they've exactly. given it a bit more uh, oomph in yeah. some places. Yeah, and but my, it sticks pretty, pretty. It's quite faithful to the original. Yeah, most of the strings on there are done by Slash as well. Just really, using yeah har- oh. harmonizer pedal. Basically. I see. Um, the, but yeah. is, is this the one that that classic clip of Axel shouting "Give me some reggae" from? Is it this? No, song? no, that's from. Uh, uh, no, that's from Knocking on Heaven's Door, I think. Oh, is it? I think so, yeah. yeah. I presume No, because there yeah. is a bit of reggae yeah. in that, I see. Okay, because there's there's a bit of a reggae breakdown, but that's from the original song anyway. Yeah. Oh. Okay, but no, this I one I think like, is a good I, version. I might be wrong on that, but um, yeah. Couldn't tell you. Yeah, this, I, I think yeah, this, is, this is a great version. Yeah, I right. really enjoy this single. And absolutely, to this day, if you put on this one or you put the Wings one on, I'm like, I don't particularly mind. Yeah. I, I don't necessarily prefer this to Wings one mm-hmm. because I think that that is... A great version, and it's the one that I would say, yeah, that of course that is canon, but this is a perfectly acceptable. I just think this one's got a little bit more drama to it. Oh, definitely has more drama. Yeah, and that's why uh, that's it makes it a little bit more exciting. And Axel's voice is more of a personality than McCartney's. Oh, without the, the, a doubt. The, you know, the, the on the second bit when it comes in, the, the second verse, no, be the, just after the second chorus, where he comes in half a beat earlier, the live and let die. Yeah. I was really into it. <laughs> that was so partridge. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all right with that. 
That's my my fucking day. Yeah, I mean, no, but, it, it, yeah, it works for this. But the interesting thing is, well, you know, if you look at these two albums and you look at the amount of piano mm-hmm. uh, across them, mm-hmm. you know, there is there is a, a a kind of element where he kind of wants to be Paul McCartney or John you Lennon. Can see that, you know, yeah, the, sure. you know, because that's the thing, you know, like the first album is all kind of rock and roll swagger. It's all very kind of zeitgeist of what's going on in the fucking heavy metal world. That's genre defining for yeah. that. Yeah, and it's it's on these albums and when he kind of go. You know what though, you know, for all of his fucking bullshit, Axl Rose has been a fucking nerd in a bedroom listening to Elton John records. Yeah, do you true. know what I mean? That's yeah. and listening to singer songwriters and learning to play the piano. And yeah, sure. I think that's the interesting thing about him. It is. I suspect there are bits on both of these albums where he should have been told, Yes, you can. That's all very nice, but do that somewhere else. Yeah. There's some songs I think the piano outweighs the benefit. It's like, why is that on there? No, it's it's kind of too high in the mix, as I said, on one of the others. And it's like, oh, that could just be left off, and you, this would be a perfectly good song anyway. Sure. But he's showing off. You know, I mean, one of the, the commonly said things about both these records is that getting the uh, mixes agreed was a fucking nightmare. Oh, because that right. the Axel would like the mix, or, or Slash would like the mix. Right. But they would never like the same mixes. And you can imagine a lot of that is probably... Exactly there. It's probably this, this piano is way too high in a mix yeah, for this Yeah, song. you can't hear my bit. Yeah, well, there's a reason for that. Well, in fact, didn't they didn't they sack whoever it was was mixing this at some point and got a new plug in? Yeah, there was a I can't remember the guy's name, but there was a they they found like a, a hidden diary of him planning to uh, replace Matt Sorum's drums with samples. That's what it was. Yes, so they got rid. So you would imagine he was a drummer of some sort. <laughs> Someone who cared about that, yeah. I mean, literally, though, like if 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 there is like an encyclopedia of drummers, and you look up the words "basic bitch," there is a picture of Matt Sorum <laughs> there. <isn't> there? <laughs> oh, I man. mean, it's like you know, like Matt Sorum can definitely play the drums. Oh, sure, you know, he definitely can. Yeah, he can, but fucking hell, he shouldn't. There's not much else going on. It's it's, it's the, the least he can do. He certainly he has never left an, an, an interesting idea explored in any way. <laughs> no. So we both like living that die. Good, good, good. Yes. So track number four, we talked about it on the last record. This one is Don't Cry. This is the, mm-hmm. uh, not the original version, because that's a demo, but this is the... the but this is the the proper the def- version? The, the, yeah. Yeah, whatever you want to call it. The one that was released as a single. Yeah. And the one that people refer to when they say don't cry. Yeah. Yeah. And this was the first single that was released off this album, off Use Your Illusion 1, mm-hmm. in September 91. Another ballad. Yeah. I mean, I think this is the kind of, you know, the kind the kind of rock ballad that Guns N' Roses pretty much do better than anyone else. Okay, yep. You know, that's, uh-huh. you know, how you feel about the kind of the overwrought rock ballad rock, uh, is not going to be changed by this song. If you like them... Right, yeah, then this is then a good one. That's a good one. If you don't, then I like them and I'm fully aware of what they are. Do you know That's what I mean? fair. Absolutely right. fair. Yes. You know, it's uh, you know, it's in much as the same way that I really enjoy a Stephen King book and don't think that it's fucking. It's not high. Yeah. Uh, you know, kind of high cultural yeah. literature. Literature. You know, 
but I still prefer it to a lot of that stuff. Sure. You know, of course. Uh, I, I think this is a perfectly good song. When they play it live, it makes the little hairs on the back of yeah. my neck stand up. I'm not reaching for it for the majority of the rest of the time. It doesn't speak to me on any great profound level. No. But if I've got a few beers in me and I'm outside listening to rock music loudly, it does the It's all the right notes for you. Interestingly, uh, I didn't ever realise, but um, the co- Vocal on this is Shannon Hoon. Yeah, I read that. I had no idea. Yeah, I had no idea as well. He yeah. Yeah, actually did quite a bit of stuff with uh, Guns N' Roses. He's got yeah, he's got, he appears on this a, a couple songs. of times, doesn't he? But yeah, when you listen to it, you can actually really hear him on it as well. Oh, you think? Yeah, I couldn't make it out. Oh, I was like, I was like, oh yeah, I, that, I hear that voice that isn't Axel. that kind of uh-huh. that high and yeah, smooth voice? Heavy. Yeah, that hasn't got any of the creak in it. And uh-huh. you're like, oh, that's that's where he is. I see. So yeah. All right. Okay. Well, um, um, obviously they were like proper fucking good mates, weren't they? Yeah. Like. Is it because of Axel that he died or anything like that? Or? I don't know. I've never heard. No, I've never no, no, heard I, I wasn't that. sure about the backstory. I mean, I think, yeah, I think by the time, because I think Axel, by the time this stuff came out, was pretty much clear of oh, was he, he, uh, heroin sorry, addiction. Was he? oh, yeah. Well, you know, we'll hear <clears throat> we'll hear about that on like some of the other songs on this record later on. Right. Sure. So yeah. Okay. Obviously, I, okay. So this one, big love ballad. Axel's got feelings for this girl and she's letting him down gently. He has to just deal with it. He's Mm -hmm. hurt, but he understands that, yeah, this is the way it has to be. So it's big emotional stuff, but it's kind of almost grown up emotions for Axel Rose because he's saying, yep, I get it. We can't be together. This wouldn't work. And I'll have to deal with this, Mm -hmm. which is not what we're used to hearing from Axel Rose in terms of past relationships and, uh, you know, failed Romance. No, so exactly. It's, it's a bit strange to me. But again, one of their earliest songs. Right, of course. So, so yeah, maybe that, yeah. You know, that's the interesting thing about the chronology. There's so much stuff, particularly on this record, mm. on volume one, there are demos that predate Appetite for Destruction. Right. It's just, they've, they've pulled everything back out, you know. I mean, which is why there's 30 fucking well, songs. Well, exactly. You know, you don't need to be pulling out those 10-year-old songs yeah, but when you bear to in, fill two albums. But you've got to bear in mind, though, that when you then think about the gap that came between this and the next fucking Fuck record, me. Yeah, true. You know, if anything, they could have done with a few more, maybe. They yeah, could have kept some. Yeah, uh, anyway. So uh, this, I, to be honest, I think it's okay, but it feels a little bit fake to me for some reason. I don't, I don't get a genuine hit off it from okay. Axl Rose. Maybe it's because I don't see him as that sort of person. Yeah, know. maybe. No. And one thing I do think is particularly ridiculous is the end of this song. So I'm going to play from... It's not a long song, actually, because this is not This no. is part of the trilogy, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it is by far the shortest and of the trilogy. This is four minutes, 20 or so. Yeah. It's not nine or ten minutes like no. the others. Um, but yeah, if I get to like 20 seconds before the end... Yeah. <laughs> Oh, we finished yet? No. No, no, a little bit more. A little bit more. Oh, it's still going. Still going. 20 seconds of that, right? <laughs> 20 seconds of just actually going. <laughs> That's unnecessary, I feel. Yeah. <laughs> What we can't see off there is someone holding their breath, going, "I bet I can do this longer than you." Yeah, it's that breath. fucking Bill Withers it's thing. Going, 
<laughs> yeah. And no, that's I've... the real reason they had to get rid of Stephen Adler. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I thought right. that was very, very silly, that bit. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I've ever it, it examined that. No, it, it stood out to me. It's like, just getting to the end of it going, okay, yeah. Uh, oh, uh, oh, still happening. Yeah. yeah. Look, I'm not I'm not defending any of this nah, from, from silliness. But... Oh, silliness is definitely on the cards. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, you are going some to notice that, though. I, think. Oh, I don't know, that honestly really stood out <laughs> to me. I wasn't looking for stuff to critique, but that really was like, right. fucking hell, mate, that's bizarre. Right, okay. Anyway, next one. Cool. Track number five. Perfect crime. That's a great riff. That is good. And it, again, this is more like appetite yeah. stuff. I like that. That's yeah. good. Bam, 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 bam. I like the riff. I like the pace of this. Yeah. I like the brevity of it. Two minutes twenty-three. Yeah, mate. That's yeah. beautiful. I mean, look. This is a good, fun way to spend two two minutes and twenty-three seconds. Of your oh, time. this is utter nonsense. And this is another one where Axel is just posturing and saying how incredibly hard he is. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's it's done in a fun way. This, yeah. yeah I, I think this is good. Yeah, I like this one. Um, uh, uh, what's the lyric I noted? Don't so don't fuck with me. If you had a better sense, you'd just step aside from the bad side of me. Don't fuck with the bad side of me. Yeah, come on, it's like that's stupidity right oh, there. Of course it is. Uh, yeah, and he just comes off like a bit of a twat. But okay, yeah, it's fine. It's, it's fun. It's, you know, like I say, like criticizing this kind of swagger in rock and roll for posturing. And being if, swagger, you know, yeah. it's the same thing as the, the the posture in a lot of the hip hop that we love. Totally, totally, it's, it's exactly the same thing, and you have to apply it through the same fit. We're like, you know, Jesus Christ, if a, a friend of mine was saying any of these things to me, I would take them to one side. <laughs> sure, right? but if, you know, no, if you saw someone saying it on Twitter, yeah, yeah, but it's theatre, you know, it's theatre, and it's it is what it is. You know, it's this stuff was uh, we've we talked about this kind of reaching the kind of the, the zenith of what this kind of was before it mm-hmm. popped. You know, but you know what, the thing that followed it, the kind of the super plaintiveness, Jesus Christ, that got old as well, didn't oh, it? Of course. When you know, the fucking, it's like oh, another cardigan man telling me something sad. It's yeah. like. Yeah, totally. It's all about the kind of what's being projected as well as what's being said. You know, these aren't, you know, they're, sure, they're, not, they're not fucking TED Talks. They're pieces of theatre in a way. They are indeed. Uh, for me, the biggest issue is, is it a good tune as well? Absolutely. Because I will let so much off yeah. with a fucking riff behind it. Mm-hmm. And this, to me, is pretty good fun. Yeah, I think that's a good one. I think it's a good one. I've yeah. got a, a little star behind this one. It's, yeah. one, of my, it's one of my, not not one of my top tops, but... No, but it, on, on this album, I'm, I'm, I like this one so far. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then the next one, number six. Yeah. You Ain't the First. Yeah. One, two, three. One, two, three. Okay, again, this one's kind of got a bit of the feel of one, more of one of those kind of slightly down-home kind of country-tinged songs. Sure. Uh, there's more of this kind of, a bit of this stuff on the Lies EP. Oh, is there? Yeah. Right. I mean, this is a very slight song really mm. there's not much to it yeah um, and you know it's angry at women yeah it's, I mean, it 
This yeah. is a song about a woman that's pissed him off, and he's like, "Yeah, well, you know, look, I don't know what you fucking thought this was. This was, this wasn't, uh, this was just a fuck." Well, don't get your ideas up. Yeah, yeah. don't be, a, you know, uh, you're not the first. You were the worst. Yeah. You know, you know it's, you know, it's uh, obvious, you know. I mean, I, I don't know the person who's saying that. Maybe they deserved it. You never, maybe they well, weren't very nice. Sure. Or maybe this is another, you know, because I mean, they seem to be having a few of these, don't they? There is a theme of, uh, across a couple yeah. of them. I mean, I'm going to say, mm, I don't know. Yeah. But I reckon there's at least some blame on their side. Maybe, you know, a tiny amount. A little bit. Sure, yeah. sure. Be generous there. I reckon some of these women may not have been treated that well. Mm. Do you reckon? I think that's a definite possibility. Anyway, so yeah, it's it's fine. It's, oh, you fine. know, with with sixteen tracks to to talk about, there's not a lot to say about this. No, one. I think it's just awful. I think it's just fucking dreadful. Yeah. I wondered if it was a joke, right, or a skit, mm. something like that, because this isn't an actual song. This does not deserve to be on an album. Yeah, I I mean, and that's without the actual content. I just think, the fuck are you doing? Mm. I think it's just all. It reminds me, right, a bit uh, in the second NWA album, the skits they have on there, where there's they they're being drunk tramps doing barbershop <laughs> right. quartet, singing out of tune, uh-huh. rambling, uh, just you know, say, saying some awful bullshit. That's what this sounds like to I me. I mean, you know what? Maybe it's close to know. that in tone. I mean, it's the type of thing that you know. I mean. I don't recall them ever playing it live. Oh, you couldn't play this live. Yeah, you, you fucking could. I don't know if you could sing this badly out of tune on purpose. Mm. I think this is awful. Yeah, no, not uh, you know. I, I don't, I don't hate it, but it's it doesn't really do anything for me. No, this is a skip every cool. time, presumably. Um, right. Yeah, track seven, seven is bad obsession. Again, this puts me in the mind of kind of Georgia Satellites or Choir Boys mm-hmm. or one of those more boogie-woogie or bluesy, yeah. that sort of band. Yeah, I mean, you know, you've got sax in here, you've got a harmonica Black in here. Crows, actually, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Just sprung to mind. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you've got this, this Michael Monroe from the uh, Hanoi Rocks right. playing the, 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 the sax and harmonica. Yep. I really like this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, re- I just really like this. I, I, you know, I, I definitely accept that it's got a bit of the Jules Holland about it. Uh, yeah, it does. But, I mean, it's also notable because he calls his mum a cunt. Mate, it? that, I... The line is fucking brilliant. It's like, uh, I call my mother. She's just, just a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> she said I'm sick in the hey. head. And, you know, from doing a tiny amount of background reading, I see that, you know... His relationship with his mother has informed an awful lot of his views on women. Yeah. They do not have a good relationship, but he did not enjoy his childhood. Yeah. But yeah, just to put that line in, that's... that's yeah, yeah. You've, you've definitely drawn your line in the sand and you've gone, oh, you know my mum? Yeah. Cunt. <laughs> <laughs> it's All like, right, Axel, fuck me. It's like, hey, maybe no one will hear this <laughs> <laughs> it's like you know you've got one of the most hotly anticipated records. It's going to sell seven times platinum uh-huh. in the US alone, right? Yeah, fuck me. And you're calling your mum a cunt. Yeah. But yeah, so I mean, this is, a, this is <laughs> we kind of talked about this earlier. This is a song called Bad Obsession. Yes. This is about Axel kind of going, I don't do drugs anymore. 
oh, but I kind of wish I did. Right. Okay. You know, because, you know, it's like, you know, because... Uh, it can be quite fun. Well, it's just like, you know, because it's, it's uh, cause I've already left you and you're better off left behind. Yeah. But it's like, you know, but it makes me sick in my head. It's, it's you know, the, the thought of going back is always there. I see. It's about, oh, you know, okay. being the temptations. In... Yeah, exactly. Right, I see. Does this song go on too long? Yes. Probably. Yeah, yes. I, I've got to know it's five and a half minutes, which isn't the longest no. by any, no. you know, measure on this. But I do think it's 90 seconds too long. Yeah. I mean, it never really outstays its welcome for me. No. But if I apply the same feeling that I do to, for example, Dire Straits records. Quite, yes. You know, I, I have to be even-handed and go, you know. I mean, I, I, I really like this song. I do. Okay. I, I, I really enjoy it. Um, but, uh, yeah, it is a little bit too long. Yeah, I, I think it's perfectly fine. I think it could be trimmed. Yep. Yeah. Much okay. like my pubic hair. <laughs> I don't think that's perfectly fine at all, mate. Oh, no, it's really fine. Oh, it's oh no, sorry. Shit. It's coarse as fuck. <laughs> fucking Brillo pad. I mean, I'll rip a hand out of it and fucking clean a pot. <laughs> oh, there's. No, I need a trim, actually. I'm fucking. Oh, good. Do you want to see? No, I do not. Thank Why? you for bringing this up. That's it's good. About, it's about half the shaft. <laughs> <laughs> Look like Bobby Ball. <laughs> Christ, oh, mate. Oh. Good God. I'm glad there's a bonus that not many people have got. It's Usual Illusion 1, one of the finest oh, albums true. in the world. Um, All right. right let's so, move on from that. So then let's do... Uh, Number eight. Okay, this one's obviously uh, another song that's got no problem with women. So this one's called <laughs> Back Off Bitch. <laughs> Come on, mate. He really, really hates women at this point, doesn't he? God damn. Oh, classy man. Back off, bitch. <laughs> listen to that Chris, though, man. Did they play this live? Is this a... Yeah. They, did they? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean... It's a fucking ripper of a song, it absolutely is, man. It's, I mean, you. It's I, I pretty hateful. <laughs> oh, sure. And again, that is an issue. Yeah. Fine. But if it was. If, if these lyrics were over the, the tune of World of the Jungle, I'd be like, oh, that's a good song. I don't get this as a great song. Oh, I love this one. This yeah. is great. It's a fucking great song. I haven't, I haven't got it asterisked. Okay. But, but I like this one yeah. a great deal. Okay. Maybe it's one of these ones, like, again, if you had it on day one and this was what you were listening to over and over and over and it gets in there. But, yeah, from my my two days of listening to this. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I, I don't particularly get that one as a, a big tune. Oh, I think that's a fucking massive yeah. tune. That's a really, really good. It just, good, just didn't big. stay with me after or anything uh, like that. So I, I, that'll be in my head for days. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, wow. I, I really like that one. Um, but, I mean, and when I say I really like that one, I, I say it with some fucking caveats. Of course. Well, yeah. Y- yes. That's fair. Yeah. And as we said, that's totally fair. There is a bit in the outro of this that I thought was particularly silly again. Um Oh, with the, uh, I suppose you're supposed to interpret it, whatever. Yeah. I think that's, no, I think that's straight up funny. No, I do. I think it's funny, but yeah. it's just such a weird thing to have in there. It's like, it's like, 
we're having a dig at women. Let's have some dig, dig, dig. And I'm going to throw in this other dig <laughs> at the very end. Just, I'll just toss this bit in. <laughs> it's like, it goes, hey, what do you think he's trying to say there anyway? I think it's something each person's supposed to take in their own special way. Fucking bitch. <laughs> God. Now, let's remember, <laughs> this song isn't about women. This song's about a woman. Mm. But when you put well, all of the songs together, <laughs> they, then you start to notice a pattern. Yeah, indeed. It really is. Uh, I mean, apart from the one song which is about Vince Neil, they are generally... <laughs> <laughs> and one of those women is his mother. Yeah, so fine. Yeah, okay. It's just all over the place. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah, you, I, yeah. Right, okay, let's move on to number nine. So a double talking jive. Yes, indeed. And so is this one about, is it about people who talk behind your back and lie, spread lies, that sort of thing? That's the double talking jive. Double talking jive, get the money, motherfucker. Okay. But there's a line towards the start where he talks about finding some arm, like disembodied arms and legs in a bin. Yeah. Which apparently happened. Yes. You know, what's that got to do with that then? What, where I, is it? I don't understand why I the mean, two things are in the song together. I mean, who fucking knows, man? Like, yeah. you know, he's got, it, got a badass fucking little lick that he thinks goes together. Yeah. No more patience, man. Right. See, I, again... I think this is just another kind of decent fucking riff, fucking drop down, fucking bang out, yeah. ripper, loads of energy, cool lyrics in there. Yeah, you know, it's 3 minutes 22, it's pretty fucking compact, really good fun to right. play it live. It's a flamenco guitar in this, which, which is way better than the one in the Queen song. Oh, I was going to say, surely you can't like that bit. No, I, I, it's because yeah. it's better, it's not as like fucking, right. it's not, it, it just, it, you know, you kind of go, after you go, oh, that's a flamenco guitar, because it fits. It sounds. It sounds like it fits with well, the song. It, it's it, it, it's the, basically it's that riff on flamenco again, but yeah. it's done so strangely that the song proper just fades out, like totally goes down, and then the flamenco fades up. So it's not like it goes A B C D in parts. It's like it goes down, 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 and then this other bit comes in over the top of it. So it's like, all right, that's you could have done that better somehow. I thought it felt. Uh, just I, I, thrown, I mean, thrown on top. I, I haven't noticed that okay, at all. Right. So, but again, I've heard this song a lot. No, of, times, of course, it's, so it's different. It's different relationship. Thing. The the other thing I find on this one, and you're right, at three minutes twenty, it is a nice short song. Mm-hmm. It it uh, gets in and gets out, but it the vocal finishes at one minute seventeen, mm-hmm. and the rest is then whittling guitars, and I think for it to be. A minute's worth of whittle, 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 and then another minute of flamenco, I think, is overkill. You should fucking heard this live, because like, flamenco used to go on for a lot longer. Oh, really? Oh, fuck yeah. But they made a whole big thing of it, did they? Yeah. Right. Okay, well, you see, I, I don't know. It just seems like this doesn't seem like a tune that's well planned to me. It sounds like they've just gone, oh, let's try this. Oh, no, let's do this. I like a song put together by heroin addicts. Well, yeah, yeah, true enough. Well, right. funny that, yeah. Let's, let's get on to number 10. And this is a biggie. November Rain. Everyone knows this one. Yeah, you? I mean, it's... Everyone. I mean, what do you say about this song that hasn't been said already? Like, you know, this is... I love this. It's big and overblown. Yeah. I'm still not bored of it. Yeah. There was a minute where I was. Okay. 
but again, I can go back to this now and appreciate it for what it is. It's you know, it's big and dramatic, and it goes through different changes and seasons. Oh, indeed, it's, it's two different songs. I'd say, you know, really, it's got a one. fucking utterly, utterly uh, iconic video. Well, uh, one indeed. of the most ridiculous videos ever. Made. Oh, sure, and I'm sure I read somewhere, it might have been Slash said that when he watched the video back. He realised that maybe they needed to dial it back a bit because it was so fucking ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. They, they, this, they, they, you know, this song is the absolute, like, you know, the, the absolute kind of definition of going too far. Sure. Yeah. But in a glorious way. Well, indeed. I mean, it's whatever. What? How long is this one? This is nine minutes long, yeah. basically. So it's huge mm-hmm. already. Massive intro, big strings, mm-hmm. uh, which again is, you know, here we go, ballad territory. Mm-hmm. Um, three guitar solos yeah. throughout it. The yeah. first solo, that's all right. Second solo, that's all right. Mm-hmm. The third solo is when it becomes a different song yeah. entirely, and it's the one where, <laughs> yeah, Slash is just going, <laughs> that huge yeah. solo. Um so from that, from like, like seven minutes on to the end, and mm-hmm. then everything comes crashing. It's like, all right, let's throw this in and vocals everywhere, big effects, yeah. massive drums. Yeah. That's brilliant. Yeah, I love that bit. Yeah, I think the first bit is pr- very good. Yeah, but it's only that bit that lifts it for me. I see. I yeah. I mean, the, the thing about, about this song is when you've heard it enough, mm. is like you can be listening to the first bit, knowing that bit's coming. That is true. And yeah. sometimes, getting ready. sometimes that's good enough. Okay. Do you know what I mean? It's like you know, if you listen, to, if you listen to um, Deliverance by Opus, sure. I mean, that's a fucking great song. But, but you know, at the end, it's gonna no, be waiting. Very true. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I was talking about this earlier. You know, I was once. This is this is a complete aside. You can leave this in or not. But I was I got to the traffic lights near my house on the way back from a gig once, right? And I just got towards the end of that song. Like, yeah. yeah, and it was going to take me 30 seconds to drive back to my house. Uh-huh. So that's where I was. Yeah, And the song had like two minutes to play. Uh-huh. Right? I was like, I want to hear the rest of this song. So what I did is instead of turning left at the traffic lights, I turned right and went down towards Rottendee. Uh-huh. Right? Completely forgot about the speed camera. Fucking drove through it. Got a fucking <laughs> 70 quid fine and three <laughs> points. Oh, shit. Still because worth of it. Opus, yeah. Still worth it. Still fucking <laughs> Do worth it. Do it again. <laughs> Magic. I mean, I can't do it again. I'd lose my license. Oh, yeah, true. But, um... <laughs> uh, um, that guitar solo mm-hmm. was a voted by Guitar World as the sixth best guitar solo of all time. Wow. Yeah. And apparently even Slash says, yeah, that's that's what pretty much yeah. as good as I can get. Nice. He said it just, it just flowed and it was natural and mm-hmm. it fits beautifully and he's very, very happy with himself. Yeah. Well, fair fucking play. Oh, God, yeah. You would be. Imagine if you wrote yeah, that man. shit. Yeah, man, I, I mean, I love all the piano parts in that song. I just, I, yeah, you know, I, I just love that song in general. I just love, you know, I love that that's part of the death knell because it's it, it is taking something as far as you can take it. Sure. Really, isn't it? It's, yeah. If you think, if you go, you know, if you've got Motley Crue, right, and you've got all of those fucking bands that mm-hmm. came before them, and you start with whatever those fucking songs are, and you end up with that. Right. Do you know what I mean? That, that plot that path. Yeah. I, I kind of enjoy that about okay. it. I enjoy that about it a great deal. Oh, it's terrific. This it's, is a great song. Um, just out so you know, can you guess what the number one song was with the, the guitar solos? 
Want to hazard a guess? Oh that? God! Um, is it going to be a zeppelin? Yeah. Is it? Oh, it's, it's fucking stairway. It's stairway to heaven. Fucking stairway. That's number one. Yeah. Stairway to Stephen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Stairway to heaven. Uh, it goes uh, stairway to heaven. Eruption by Van Halen. Freebird by Skinner. Comfortably numb by Pink Floyd. All along the Watchtower by Jimi Hendrix, and then November Rain. Oh, fair and then, enough. and then just after that is uh, Metallica's one. And what was that? That was Basic Bitch magazine. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. The obvious solos. Yeah, yeah. Dot com. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I see you're looking for an obvious <laughs> yeah. solo. Yeah, but you know, it's a it's a blinding song. That is one thing I find on this though. Uh, one thing I I do try to do whenever I whenever I'm preparing for these things is I look and see if any of the big songs were sampled in something yeah. or covered in a stupid way just to. Yeah, have another God, right. uh, there's not a cover but the fucking covers of Guns N' Roses songs go on for pages oh, obviously do, yeah. but there's not actually that many samples right. uh, I thought there'd be more oh fucking hell so, like really bad you know European house yeah. track that samples each other no, no. there's not as many as I thought there would be but I find a German uh, MC oh God. called right. G-Hot right? right G-Hot is his name and he has sampled this bit in November Rain, so I'll play a wee bit of this. But the thing is, when he says his name, G Hot, it sounds like Jihad. And this is a guy, other songs he's got, he's got one called Slabber Slabber. Right? And he's got another track featuring MC Boogie. I don't know what the fuck because it's in German I don't know what he's talking about maybe this is very serious matter MC Bogey Schlabber Schlabber up there with Julie Creamer (laughs) I think if we ever get merch done by the way Julie Creamer's got to be on the t-shirt I I think it was Laura Creamer was it Laura Creamer (laughs) brilliant (laughs) also found out that Mogwai covered this in a Peel session in 1998 did they yeah and they do it quite straight what November Rain yeah Oh my god! I how do I not know that? I, well, it's not on Spotify or anything. Else. I, it's just oh. I find it on the YouTube thing. Oh, uh, Peel session from '98. Oh, the vocal. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, can we stop recording? I need to go and hear this. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh it. my god! Really? Yeah. But I thought you'd be impressed with that two of your favourite bands together at last. I fucking I, I never knew such a thing existed. No. No, and obviously they mustn't have played it live anytime you've seen it because no. you would remember oh, the fuck shit me. out I know. of that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, unless it was so good that I've struck it from <laughs> my mind. <laughs> this will never happen again. I can't take it. Uh, I, can, I can only continue to function if I forget <laughs> this. Cool. Yeah, no, I'm a, I'm a fan of that. You're obviously a oh, fan of that. Yeah, I love that song. Yeah. yeah. It's great. It's great. It's, uh, you know, I mean, it's the the most overplayed of all of the... I'd say so. But that was to do with the video, wasn't it? Yeah, it's a bit because it was everywhere. Mm-hmm. But, the, yeah. When you think of a massive, ridiculous Guns N' Roses ballad, you're going to think of November I don't remember Rain. if I played this at Montage last time. Very possible. I'm sure I did. Very possible. I'll tell you what I am going to... I'm adding to the Montage playlist uh, that Cher song, that uh, One Moment and Whatever in Time, something yeah. like that. I've been playing that just for fun. Nice. Love it. Good lad. Yeah. <laughs> Good lad. <laughs> Uh, right, but should we move on to the next one then? Yes. Number 11. Number 11. The Garden. Okay, so we've got kind of a, some ethereal, kind of trippy, yeah. otherworldly kind of noises here. Yeah, it's a bit more kind of psychedelic at times, mm-hmm. this one. But it's all about drugs. Oh, for sure. Yeah. 
Now this this was a favourite of mine when this first came out. Is that right? This is one of my one of the songs I gravitated towards first on the album. Oh, okay. The, the, saying like the garden is where people go when they're on drugs, yeah. when their minds wander, like they mm-hmm. go to the garden. Yeah, yeah. And then obviously you got this kind of nice kind of oh, where everything's fine, we're in uh-huh. the garden, right here. Axel singing here. Right, so that's your first part. And it is. A, I like the, the backing on that. They're kind of. It is a bit psychedelic. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah, it's almost Beatlesy. Yeah. There's a contrast. That's Alice Cooper on the vocal yeah, there. Yeah. So you know, this is the you know. This is the dark side of the, you know, this is why you should... The majority, the drug journey. Yeah, exactly, right? So, I mean, the story behind this one is the original vocal that Axl Rose laid down in this one, Slash heard and went, dude, that just sounds just like Alice Cooper. Right, he like, was trying like, to do those that kind of style. Yeah, and he was like, Slash was like, almost too much. So the point where it's like, let's get Alice down here to do it, uh-huh. rather than feel like we're like rather than maybe someone say that we've ripped him off right okay so that's kind of how that ended up working out i, I think it really works oh it's great i, I really like uh, this is one of my favorite ones on here i, I really yeah. like yeah uh, yeah i mean uh, i this one for me totally yeah. totally sta- i think it really stands out it's so it's so different to a lot of the stuff that's on here absolutely and i'm not sure whether that's one of the reasons that it, i'm drawn to it is because it's not like yeah guns and roses for you know my impression of guns and roses but something about it uh, makes me go, yeah, this is cool. Yeah, I yeah. like this, and I like the tune. I like the way it wanders. Uh, I, I, I like Alice Cooper's pantomime villain yeah. vocals. Yeah, it's all pretty good. Yeah, really good one. Nice. This one's still one of my favourites. Yeah, uh, yeah. As I say, probably this was one of the ones I remember going back and like skipping back to this one, listen to nice. this one again, listen to this one again. Cool. Yeah. So yeah, I always always really like that one. All right. Um, still really do. So yeah, another Excellent. one. Uh, Shannon Hoon also on backing vocals on this. Yes, apparently. indeed. Yeah. yeah. He seems to, you know, oh, is this one about drugs, boys? <laughs> I hear you got a song about drugs. <laughs> hey, it's like Towley. Did <laughs> 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 anybody want to... <laughs> Don't forget to bring your towel. Uh, right, okay, nice one. Uh, we are rattling through these. We, we are, certainly are. We're two-thirds of the way through already. Uh, number 12, then? Yeah, number 12, Garden of Eden. This is... Uh, apart from the song that we don't talk about, this is the shortest one, isn't it? Just about two forty-one. It's, it's up there, yeah. yeah. Indeed. So we've gone from the garden to Garden of Eden. I tell you what, though, right? For one of the shortest one, fucking Axel fits a lot of words. In this. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's been set a challenge. Yeah. Been on a speed reading competition. <laughs> yeah, it's this is to me. This is more kind of generic. Yeah, I mean, it's again, it's uh, it's uh, one of these, uh, you know, has a lot of stuff on on Usual Illusion One. Is it's in that kind of up tempo, kind of shreddy thing. Mm-hmm. It's a perfectly fine way to spend two minutes and forty one of your time. It is. I, I admit it is. It's 
it's not going to change the world. It feels quite raw. It feels like Guns N' Roses. Yes. Um, but it, There's nothing it's, special it, about it. Though, it's for not me. It's not in the pantheon. No. It's no. the second best song with the word garden in it on the <laughs> album. <laughs> yes, quite. Yeah, I mean, it's fine. Nothing more to say about it. No, no. Okay, we'll go with that. Uh, number 13 then? Uh, don't damn me. So this is like a reaction to people's reaction to his words. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, I mean, look, we, we talked about this earlier. When you were talking about yesterday, yeah. this is the song that was coming to mind for me. This of course, is, yeah. This, so is, this is, you know, this is a very plaintive study of a man who doesn't want to be held to account. He really doesn't. Yeah. No, he, he's justifying no. desperately everything he's saying. And, you know, I mean, you know, if, if we're going to give him his absolute dues and, mm. you know, and realistically give him more leeway to explain himself than we probably Maybe, would for anybody yeah, else, sure. right? Okay. Then you can argue that you can say, the thing I've said has always been the thing that I've meant at the time I've said it. Yep. I stand by some of the things I've said, uh, but I've been real at the time I've said it, but uh, I say a lot of shit and it doesn't necessarily always mean that's actually what I mean on everything. That's, okay. So he's saying that, you know, I've seen the things I've seen. I've said the things I've said. I've done them. I've been honest in that second when I've said them, but that doesn't mean that that then means it carries on being the thing that I mean for the rest of my life. No, okay, yeah. Don't don't write me off for what I said, whatever, six years ago. Yeah. I have the ability to change and I realise that might be wrong. Yes, I just, I'm not sure if that's what he's saying. There's, I'll tell you what, right, there's there's a line in this song, right? Yeah. For, for whatever, I've, you know, I've got issue with the sentiment of it. I, I do. And it, it comes because a couple of the things that were said on it, and it comes from GNR Lies, uh-huh. is that, that line where he, he uses... Is uh, this the one that one... Yeah, more a minute or whatever. It's called. Uh, no, it's uh, it one called? in a million. One in a million. And he, he used uh, a very unpleasant racial slur, mm-hmm. and also a very homophobic slur yeah. as well. You know what the words are. I'm not. I'm certainly not saying them in the same way. I'm not doing the voice. Fair enough. Okay. All right. Um. There's no justification for it. There's no justification for doing it at the time that it was done. It was there was no justification for leaving them on the reissues at the time. But they have been removed now. Though they're kind of right. They've they've made the effort to fucking strike them now. Okay. But too little, too late. Some would argue. Yeah. I would be of that point in arguing it. Uh. And really, you know, you kind of got to apologise for that shit. But you know, we're we're also in a world today. Uh, where uh, Barack Obama has come out and kind of challenged cancel culture I saw that, yeah. a little bit, yeah. uh, and I think it's and I think this is a really relevant argument at the minute because I don't think it necessarily applies here in the way that he's trying to make it apply. But mm. the overall sentiment, I think there is some there is some argument to be had there. The argument that at the minute people are just trying to call people out for things they've said out of context, do this and say, yeah, you know. You know, the idea is that people that are mostly good do fucked up things. Yeah. Right? Okay. I'm not arguing that Axel Rose is mostly good. I think he's probably. I think he's a, a, a bell end. Bit of a cunt. Yeah. I, you know, I also, as I said in the last one, I don't think many of us would fare well given that amount of ego boost and power. Well, sure. At uh, that uh, age from that background. From, no. You know. and, and coming from uh, an unhappy childhood where he says he was beaten as a child as well. Yeah. Uh, then being thrown into a millionaire's lifestyle where he can have anything he wants and he's suddenly right about everything because no one tells him he's oh, not. Oh, yeah, but also, but, you know, and take the middle step of that in where he moves to that very much kind of dog-eat-dog 
super vacuous kind of counterculture in you know like late 80s los angeles where yeah. he's going to kind of living on subsistence money and, and try you know and everyone is fucking each other over yeah left right and center and the, you know there is no kind of clear morality in that in that area and that's the whole pervasiveness of the culture right? i'm not making right. excuses for it. i'm just saying you know, if, we, if we seek to understand that you go well yeah it's no real surprise that he's a fucking knobhead in that way but yeah. you know uh, you know and hopefully you know, several years of critical fucking derision, having to find out that he's not quite the genius that he may have thought he was mm. and having financial problems. Hopefully that have kind of corrected him in some way. Knocked a bit of sense into him. In this, you know, out on the tour, of, by all accounts, he's, you know, the fucking consummate professional these days. Well, yeah, but hasn't he just been basically threatened that if he doesn't go on when he says he's supposed to go on he's going to be fined millions i, I mean of I, I i mean i would imagine there's a huge amount of clauses in those yeah. contracts i can't remember but anyway yeah. anyway so but yeah for this song you know i have a lot of issues with this because it's something because it's not a confession nah it's justification uh, and a whinge yeah it's both of those things but there were but there's a, there's a line in here when he goes your only validation is living your own life vicarious existence is a fucking waste of time uh-huh. and that, i think that is i think that is a gem of a lyric okay bedded in that because that is a really fucking good point it's like it's like you don't worry so much about the detail of what because the, the line before that is I've got par- it i'm going to paraphrase it it's about yeah you got it in front of it it's, yep. it's about um not idolizing the words, not kind of going, these Don't are the words. Idolize the ink. Yeah. yeah. Like these aren't the words of scripture. These are just fucking things that are thrown out and in the way that everyone throws this shit. I mean, let's face facts. Yeah. There are things that you and I have said, right, in fucking casual passing yep. that taken out of fucking context fuck us over for oh him. mate i could right. never be a politician i mean i never I mean, fuck me there's so many naked photos of me flipping <laughs> yeah, around. true enough actually i've got most of them on my phone I think. yes you have um <laughs> do you want some more no okay uh so you know i, I think there okay, is there, there, there's a an element there yeah okay I, I mean i'm i'm giving a lot of leeway also it's something that i've been thinking about a lot because yeah. I, at the minute i think there's a lot of people out there just trying so fucking hard to aggrandize themselves off the back of other people and it's very mm-hmm. easy to say nothing and do nothing and to just be fucking anonymous and then criticize oh for sure what other people have got to say yeah, yeah, yeah whereas you know not putting yourself under anything like the same amount of spotlight or scrutiny kind of yeah so yeah. I, I, I you know so I, I find it interesting from that perspective oh, and this is the thing right i agree that there i i don't like that uh the current climate where mm. that can happen at yeah. the drop of a hat and suddenly that's everything you've yeah. done. Uh, my issue with this is that I don't think he's sorry for it. I think he's saying, well, I said these things because that's what I thought was okay mm-hmm. uh, and that's what rock and roll is and you, you say shit and you just move on. I don't think at any point he's gone, and to be honest, I've thought about it, and yeah, that was a terrible thing to do. I think he's just going, mate, get over yourself. Don't fucking judge me for what I said in the past. Yeah, without a doubt. And I, that's my problem with it. Yeah, that's when I say sure. I, I have a problem with that. And I, I think that's far more problematic than on yesterday's, which I don't think... No, which that, I don't, you're right. I think yeah. I was probably conflating a bit of my uh, sure. opinions on the two with mm-hmm. that one. Yes. Yeah. So, anyway, mm. so that's that. I, as much as anything, I don't think it's a great song. Oh, no, I also think it's a rubbish song. Yeah. That's another of my issues with it. I, yeah, I don't think it's a good tune to it. Uh, okay, well, we're very near the end. Number 14 of 16, Mm -hmm. Bad Apples. 
back into that uh, boogie woogie blues. Yeah, country, country blues, uh-huh. southern, yeah. southern fried. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's your piano. Right, and in this tune, bad apples are drugs. Yes, is that right? Maybe. Right. I, I mean, I read that, but the, the vibe of the vocal seems to be about press attention to me. Okay. That's how I. I um, I, I don't know whether the bad apple is, it, you know, because I, I read it in one way with being like the, the the bad apple being being him. Yeah. And being like, well, where's the, you know, don't let one, why are you paying so much attention to this? Don't let one bad apple spoil the whole damn bunch. There's other stuff going on here. Yeah. There was a the bit of that in there, but, um. All right. Because I, because I was coming from, I get not knowing this song at all. Mm. I never heard it. Yeah. Uh, I was coming from the point of view of the bad apples being yeah. drugs. Because again, someone had written that somewhere. And so I was like, when he says, I'm a frequent flyer, like, okay, yeah. I do a lot of drugs or mm. I, I have done a lot of drugs. And say, don't judge one by the bunch. Yeah. For me, that is him saying drugs are actually quite fun when you do them well and you're good at doing drugs. Right. Don't let these people who do them really bad, these amateur drug takers. Yeah. Don't let them spoil drugs for everyone. That's not what I take this song to be. There's almost like the Bill Hicks thing going, mate, if you do it right, they're brilliant fun. Mm. But this guy who died accidentally, don't. Make that the only thing about drugs, See, but no, it's not what you got. No, it's not what I got. I mean, right? I mean, more than to this tune, this was always like a, a big favorite amongst a big lot of Guns N' Roses fans. It was really? like merch on this. Yeah, this was, you know, I, I know a lot of people that are really big fans of this song, oh. and I, I never really vibed with this song, and I and I still don't really. I still I, I don't hate it, but it's not one that oh, I, I think particularly it's average get at with. best. This yeah. one, yeah. No, I don't get any sort of highlights from it. No, it's not. It's not one of mine. Hmm. I, I'm not big into it. No, All that's right. strange. I I find that str- it's always weird whenever you go. Hold on, what? That's your favourite song, and it's like one of the ones you think is actually. I mean, quite I, bad. I think. I mean, well, I think it's reaching on a few of our uh, a few few listeners. It's all right. Tens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think fair so. enough, mate. Fair um, enough. We'll go, we'll go through some of those in a minute. Yeah. Um. So yeah, next one is Dead Horse. <laughs> yes, it is. And I'll admit. That after listening to whatever twenty-eight yeah. Guns N' Roses songs yeah. in the past two days, over and over, the irony of this one <laughs> being called "Dead Horse" was not lost on me. See, I've had a lovely time listening to these songs. I bet you have. I've had a lovely time listening to these songs. Yeah, I've got very little to say about this. I guess it's dull. Uh, this is a mid-level song. I think. I think they've got a really big fucking chorus to it. Yeah. And sometimes I feel like I'm beating a dead horse. I, I think this is a good song. Yeah. I got the gentle acoustic opening, and then it just comes in with that massive, uh, um, you know, kind of massive electric chorus. Again, as with a lot of this, it's a solid mid level Guns N' Roses song. Fine. Right? Yep. Which is damning with faint praise, but I think a solid, I think a mid level Guns N' Roses song is a good thing. Well, are you saying a mid level Guns N' Roses song, or are you saying a mid level Use Your Illusion song? Like, the, these 30 songs is in the middle of that. Or yeah. are you including. Appetite in that, yeah, but I mean, because it's mid level on this, I think. I mean, the thing is, like, on the overall pantheon, yeah, everything on Appetite for Destruction is high level Guns N' Roses, of course. So, 
But it's, it's just, I, I, I would say this is mid-level Use Your Illusion. I say it's lower level Guns N' Roses. Well, it depends where you put it. I mean, I think there's, I, I guess it depends how many songs you've got mm. and where you draw your markers. Yeah. Okay. Well, I suppose you're probably not going to be including anything off Chinese Democracy in exactly. your, you your, know, your thought process here. I mean, I'd, I mean, I'd rather listen to Dead Horse than most of the things I've... <laughs> right. I, look, I, you, I mean, fuck me. I mean, it's, I, it's, it's not in the 90s and it's not number one, so we'll never have to talk about it. Nope. But... But I got some opinions on some of the songs on Chinese democracy. There are some good songs on Chinese democracy. <laughs> They're not necessarily recorded in the way you'd want it, but there's okay. some good fucking songwriting on Chinese democracy. Don't fucking at me, people. No, I'll I'm take right. your word for that. Um, anyway, so right, we'll move on from that. Yep. Last song on this. Last song, right. So number 16. Coma. Coma. The longest Guns N' Roses song to date. Yeah. This is 10 minutes 15 or whatever. Yeah. This is fucking massive. Mm-hmm. And the conceit of this is about being in kind of a half-conscious coma state and trying to decide whether it's worth fighting your way yeah. back to yeah, this, the living or just let yourself slip away. Yeah, this, this is written about his overdose yeah. and, and Izzy Stradlin's overdose. Okay. And it's about, yeah, it's about that out-of-body experience, about yeah. kind of being in the room while people are coming. It's, you know, it's very much a conceptual piece. It's a bit of the kind of, you know, a bit of Floyd, bit of... Right, uh, kind of prog rock conceptualism. Yeah, and there's bits in there where it's like the doctors talking to each other yeah. and uh, getting a defibrillator, getting him back to life, and you hear heartbeat kind of yeah beats and that sort of shit. And you know, you kind of got you know like you you kind of if you hear like kind of the phasing on the guitars, they're kind of giving this appearance of floating. Oh, okay, sure. You know, you hear the hit effects on the vocal. Right. Okay. Right, and, and yeah, we're, we're a minute and a half into this yeah. of 10 minutes. There's yeah. an awful lot more yeah. going on yeah. for the rest of this song. Yeah. Now, uh, do you like this one? Love it. Yeah. It's the best song Fucking on the album. Love it. Same here. Best song on the Fucking album. Fucking brilliant, mate. Yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> I was not expecting to like this It's at all. so fucking good, isn't that, it? That, that kind of the bass riff that they yeah. start with. That's brilliant. Amazing. And yeah, the, the, the bits they go through on this, yeah. the, the the journey you go on, every bit. Is I'm so glad you like this. I was, this I was like, I was like, because when you were like fucking dead horse, you're like, uh, you're like, I was like, oh, uh, he's fucking done here. Yeah. And I was like, we're, we're going to have such an argument about this. Right. Because I like, and funnily enough, right, because I, I, this started coming through like on top tens. Okay. And I was like, fucking coma, fucking bold choice. Uh-huh. So actually, as I've been reading through this, this song's, I always felt like my love for this song was a little bit of a fringe love. Oh, right. But there's a lot more love for this song out there. Other I think that, that I think that I realised, I think it's just oh, probably okay. people I knew. For, but I think this song's fucking it's great. glorious. It's really good. I think one thing that helped me to be okay with this, right, yeah. is um, I've said this before, one of the ways I listened to the, song, the albums we're going to be doing mm-hmm. is that uh, when I go into work in the morning, um, I only do a couple of morning shifts, but I put it on in the background and it's on shuffle because it's just yeah. on the, the general, the, the pub Spotify. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not hearing anything in order, but I actually prefer that because then I'm not going fucking on a spin on forever. And this one came on in the middle of whatever I was doing. I was like, oh, this is 
good. Mm. This is cool. And then it came on again the second time round. Like I like this yeah, one. Yeah, so yeah. I didn't even know it was the last song on the album. Nice. When I saw that, I was very surprised. Uh huh. Yeah. And it didn't sound like it didn't feel like ten minutes to me. No, it it doesn't. No. And I, you know, and I think that's I think that's the same of you know that I mean, there's the the four there's four big epic tracks on here, mm-hmm. which. I think you're pretty well. You're three and a half for four, aren't you? Pretty much. Uh, so what have we got with this one? November rain. Yeah. Estranged. Yeah. And, and locomotive. And locomotive. Okay. Yeah. 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 And estranged. I, I don't mind at all. I, I think estranged will grow on you as well. Maybe so. If you're loving these, you'll love estranged. Okay. So yeah, it's interesting. Oh, fair enough. So, and the thing is, right? That's nearly forty minutes worth of that's music. That's an album. That's an album, isn't it? That is. That's you know every single kind of McCluskey album. Yeah. You know that's that's. That's most of Slayer's output. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, right. So now we got to the end of this album. Right. Yes. Now, obviously, my comment the last time uh, was, I think this album is the more consistent album. This, oh, you this one. one. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's it's longer. Yeah. Like in terms of track wise. Uh, and I would say that there's more hit than miss on this one, but there's yeah. not... But the high points on the other record are higher, I think. Right, okay. For the most part. uh, For me, I would say, I think, because my high points on Use Illusion 2 are Civil War and Locomotive. That's true, yeah. You've only got two. I think I probably prefer Coma to both of those. Fair enough. So I would say this is definitely a a preferable record for me. There are more songs that I actively like. Mm Mm-hmm. Probably, you know, as many that I'm totally ambivalent about oh, sure. or, or dislike. But yeah, this, this, there's more on this one that I'm like, yeah, this is a good song. Yeah, so, fair okay. enough, yeah. fair enough, fair enough. I think, yeah, I I think the thing we can agree on both of them is both of them require a fucking ton of it. Oh, fuck I think this album's I think this album's incredibly poorly tracked. I think... I, I think the order of this album is all wrong. Yeah. Um, that, and that's, a, that's a separate That's a separate discussion, yeah. yeah. But you're, you're right, it, it does... It doesn't have a flow to it. Right. What we're going to do is we're going to dig in here right. to a couple of Twitter. Right, so what, do, what, do, you want to, do you want to read out some of the top tens? Is that what you're going to do? Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to, right. I'm going to go into a couple Compare. of the top tens, see what people have got here. Because people have spent a lot of time doing these. And uh-huh. we're, going to, we're going to pull them apart. We're going to pull them apart. WJ Easton, at WJ Easton on Twitter. Mm-hmm. He's got a, a compilation that he's called My Illusion. Nice. Right. So what's he got? He's got Don't Damn Me. Oh fucking hell! He's don't open damn with don't. Me. Oh, he's open with don't damn me. What the hell are you thinking? Okay, he's gone right next door to hell. Uh, Dust and bones, uh, dead horse. Uh, oh god. Uh, yesterday's fair play. Uh-huh. November rain. Uh-huh. So fine. Dear Christ, you could be mine. Yeah. Don't cry. The original and coma. He's ended with. Ended with coma as well. Okay. Nice. Right. Well, I mean, there's half of those that I think were bad. Well, I know, yeah. but you're wrong. I mean, oh, indeed. It's, it wouldn't be my list, but fucking fair no, play. And, okay. you know, I'm telling you, man, I've seen his tweets on this. He has agonised over this. Really? So fucking fair play no, to you, man. No, mate, that's, I'm, I'm just, it is so bizarre whenever you, someone has such a different experience to you to the same record, isn't it? Well, yeah, I mean, I've, I've been going through that for the last three hours. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who else have we got here? Uh, Darren at DMA237, uh, uh, regular... Uh, regular listener, someone that gets in contact with us quite a lot. Okay, his Illusion 10 track, what's he got here? Okay, so he's starting... Oh, fucking hell. He's starting uh, right next door to hell, going 14 right. years. Yeah. Breakdown. No. 
Ah, uh, I like Breakdown. Yeah. Uh, Don't Cry. Yeah. Uh-huh. The original version. Bad Obsession. Good tune. Mm. Uh, so Fine Again. What's happening That's here? So Fine. Three people. Love three it. out of three. But I'll tell you what, right? The other thing I didn't mention, right, uh. is a load of the reviews are on So Fine uh, at the time yeah. uh, likened Duff's vocal performance to the likes of Bowie and, yeah. What? Yeah, I know. He, like people are like, oh, he, he's, he's singing out of tune, I probably know. deliberately. I, I don't get it. Shotgun Blues, you've gone with here, Good DMA. Lord. Fuck me. I, wow. that, that is a bold choice. Civil War, yep. bang on. Uh, you Could Be Mine and Locomotive. Okay, right. Yeah, nice. that's some solid choices as well. Solid, solid right. choices there. Right, who else have we got? Who else have we got on here? Here we go. Uh, Matt Davis, Rafa Davis on Twitter. Okay, right. So he started with You Could Be Mine. Right. Hit Estranged. Yep. Live and Let Die. Yep. Civil War. Yep. The Garden. Yes. November Rain. Yes. Right Next Door to Hell. Yeah. Don't Cry. Yes. Locomotive. Yes. And Coma. Mate, that's a see. That would be close see, to what I'm going to say. That is that. That's that, I mean, that's pretty close to where I would go. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty fucking. Have you done your own list? No, I haven't got ten tracks I've put on there. You haven't got. T- you've got ten tracks. I've fuck got. Yourself. I haven't got ten. Yes, definites. We'll discuss this. Right. Okay. So. Okay, Lee, uh, my good friend, yeah, yeah, Lee. Disorderly, Mr. Disorderly on Twitter. Uh, she went right next door to hell, Dust and uh-huh. Bones. Yeah. She went Coma. Yes. Civil War. Yes. Uh, the Elton John one, Bad Apples. <laughs> <laughs> Locomotive. Right. Pretty Tied Up. Oh, yeah. Estranged. Right. You Could Be Mine and yes. Don't Cry. Again, no, right, that's a pretty fucking bang on list as well and I've forgotten about uh, tied up one yeah, yeah and uh, at Cooper RPJ John Cooper sorry at Cooper RPJ 79 he's gone bad obsession double talking jive coma don't damn me back off bitch don't cry the alternative version he's gone with what's going on here come on he likes it man don't you f- locomotive pretty tied up get in the ring though no, Jonathan yeah. Cooper you've no. not gone with get in the ring well come he's on. also gone with back off bitch and back uh... off bitch is a good fucking tune it's just got bad lyrics mm. uh, and you could be mine yeah, come right. on you could be mine I think he's hitting all of these pretty much so far that's fair right okay who's putting get Get in the ring on the best of these songs. That's right. that's yeah, you're, you're unnecessary. Not, you're not forgiving that, right? Okay. All right, but so you have a list made, do you? Okay, this is my list. I've agonised over this. Uh huh. First of all, yeah, I've left off "Live and Let Die." Okay, because it's a cover. Okay, right? That's fair. Uh, it's a great. Yeah, we both like it. It's a great tune. I love it. But I've got decisions to make, and that's not that's the reason it's not Something's on there. Something's got to go. Not because I don't like it, right. but because of that reason, okay? Right. I've left off knocking on heaven's door because it's dog shit, <laughs> <Yeah>. right? <laughs> this is, I like this logic. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, this is a long album. It's, oh, it, have you put a lot of the long I songs mean, on, have you? We'll, we'll have to see, right? Okay, yeah. so I've gone with Civil War. I said, hold on a second. I'm going I'm to make a new playlist. I'm going to put these in, and then we'll see how long this playlist is. Okay. Right. So you've gone for Civil War. Civil War. Now I'm going for Pretty Tied Up. I'm going locomotive. Uh huh. I'm going estranged. Estranged. Yep. I'm going. You could be mine. You could be mine. I'm going perfect crime. Perfect crime. I'm going double talking jive. Double Jesus Christ. Yeah. I'm going the garden. Yep. I'm going November rain. Yep. And I'm going coma. Right. Okay. Give me like two or three that you're gutted you had to leave out. Um. I don't think it's anything I'm super gutted. I, yeah. I, okay, other song, other songs that, that nearly made the cut. Dust mm. and Bones. Yeah. 
uh, yesterday's was the closest one. Okay. I, yeah, yesterday's was on there, and I swapped yesterday's out for Perfect Crime. Okay. That was that was my choice there. I mean, obviously, discuss Live and Let Die. Yeah. Bad Obsession, I really like. Yeah. The the only other thing that would have got close to that would have been uh, Dead Horse. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> really? I really like Dead Horse. Oh my yeah. God. Good tune. Wow. Okay. Right. Well, yeah. Your your ten tracks comes to one R six. Okay, that's not too bad. Yeah. It's not too... I mean, it is too long, but... As, but it's it's not two albums, 30 songs. That's a solid list, though. That's a solid album. That's not bad. And so you, what would you have? You'd have... I mean, um, I, I know what you'd have, actually. You'd you'd go... You'd go Civil War, Locomotive, yeah. uh, Coma, November Rain, Live and Let Die. Uh, probably, yeah. Um... I would I'd probably have Perfect Crime in as well. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't have Double Talking Jive. No. I would have The Garden. Okay. The Garden. I, yeah, I don't mind Pretty Tied Up. I might have that. But yeah, I mean, there's only seven or so that I was like, up there, yeah. the rest are yeah. maybes. Cool. That's not bad, mate. Okay. Cool. Well, we got to the end of it. I mean, I enjoyed it a lot more than you did. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I'm so glad no one else has done this marketing trick of nice. raising two fucking albums yeah, yeah, on the same yeah. day. I think, I, think, I think psychologically this had you defeated before you started. Very much so. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't think I quite realised how little, how much you were dreading it until we started either. Oh, really? I, I probably wouldn't have pushed so hard if I'd have realised. Uh, well, it was also time. It's just time. Ah, uh, yeah. Because it's... We're at two 10-track albums, different thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean that's the thing. I mean it has it, it. It took me most of yesterday and today to put together the notes I put together. Yeah, it's it's been a long fucking process. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Thank God I haven't got a job. <laughs> cool. Okay. Right. Well, there you go. That was bonus podcast. Well, guys, get in contact with us with any more of your top tens. We're happy to have the conversation. Yeah, see if you disagree or uh, agree. Yeah, really enjoyed doing this one. I got to say, uh, GN fucking R forever. Uh, uh, we haven't said. At all that Dave is wearing his Guns N' Roses t-shirt very proudly. Yeah, I fucking right am. I am. Yeah. Yeah, if I could have found a bandana, I'd have put that on. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'd have been wearing cycling shorts and my oh, Christ. Uh, no one knows I'm a lesbian t-shirt. Yeah, but I'm more than happy that didn't happen. Yeah, fair enough, man. Fair enough. All right, guys. Thank you for joining us. Yeah. Thank you for indulging uh, this uh, trip through Guns N' Roses. We will be back next week. Normal service will resume and we will be talking about Brian fucking Adams. <laughs> On that note, bye. Thank you for checking out this episode of Pop Collaborate and Listen. It was produced and edited by us, for which we can only apologise. We are on Twitter, at PCL Podcast. On Instagram, also at PCL Podcast. And Facebook.com slash PCL Podcast. All of these, plus links to our various Spotify playlists, etc., are on our website, which is pclpodcast.com. Please feel free to get in contact via any of the social media or on pclmusicpodcast at gmail.com. 